0: This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider.
1: And welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric.
0: Hello, Hello everyone. everyone
1: yes hello <laughs> yes. hi
2: I just like hi guys i just second guess myself i had to make sure that all the volume levels were good eric's
0: checking all the equipment making you know, sure it's working after we
1: <laughs> hit record well i usually do it
2: beforehand and then i was like oh, wait
1: wait is it working
0: no, that's okay. I always check my mic to make sure it's on in like the middle of our <laughs> podcast. Because <laughs> all of a sudden in my head I'll be like, wait, what if no one can hear me? Well,
2: that's happened one too many times. Where it's like, oh, it turns out that there is no audio for yep. the entire episode. Yep. So if you had <laughs> listened to one of those episodes, we're sorry. One of the early, early episodes. <laughs> it was like last
0: week. I think we no, got I'm our just act kidding. together now. <laughs> it, it um got our act together. Sure. Got sure. Got our system. <laughs>
1: got our system down. Um, well, it's going to be a short podcast today Not a lot's happening in the movie news realm for us to go over No <laughs> new developments
0: There's just been a lot more material stuff that's been coming up Like one sheets and yeah. stills yeah, and There were a ton of that stuff this week Bunch of
2: movies dropping posters, trailers, yeah. well, images
1: There's a lot on the upcoming slate coming out I mean, we've yeah. got a couple oh, yeah. slow weeks here mm-hmm. Like Abominable is just next week Wide release, Joker the week after that But then after that, there's like four or five new releases, and then it just kind of grows from there because it's the beginning of the holiday corridor. Yeah, so crazy. So, we've got that to look forward to, and the product all looks really good this holiday season.
2: Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I've already I was going through trying to make my like like my 10 favorite movies of the year so far since I have enough to actually fill it that I actually can say I really enjoyed. And there have been some really good movies this year, and hopefully that continues on until the end. I have a
0: good feeling about the fall season, like winter as well as the awards season. Like There's been a lot of... Uh, good sounding stuff coming out. Well, so this year, guys, I think it's going to change some stuff up for your yeah. top ten. I've actually
1: oh, yeah. seen ten movies by now, so <laughs> yeah.
0: so I think my list is pretty wrapped up right I have, now. I have That's a 10. list. On my work
2: here is done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I have made a much better effort this year to actually go to the films, and I think this podcast has helped a lot because mm-hmm. I oh, do yeah. want to discuss movies ac- having actually seen them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've i stepped up my game. <laughs> I've yeah, just I would fallen say so. in love
2: yeah. with going to the movies alone. It's like my me favorite too. thing. Yeah, it, that ha- that's happened to me for the last couple of years. Like, I thought that was like the weirdest thing to well, do. I, think I everybody does did at first because like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, you're yeah. so conditioned. Like, the movies are either like a night out with friends or like a first date kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's a social thing. And we mm-hmm. always talk
1: about movies as social events that... Draws communities together, and we just mm-hmm. make it sound like you always have to have people around to go to the movies. No.
2: No. <laughs> it's yeah, the, it's amazing. People it. are the worst. Go alone. pick yeah. no. <laughs> my spot behind the bar. Put my right. feet up. Yeah, and then, that's
1: where I p- sit yeah. behind the bar, so you can put your feet up.
2: If you know what's going, if you, if you, if you're a veteran of the movie theater, I feel like most people are gonna yeah. know that.
1: Although mm-hmm. that might be a dying act because we just don't have reclining seats in our movie theater. Yeah. If I had a recliner, I wouldn't need that.
0: True. Maybe one day, <laughs> but Maybe. it won't.
1: But it won't happen. No. Um, I like sitting in that same spot i have my spot behind the bar so i can put my feet up on it without feeling guilty that i'm ruining something Mm -hmm. i like going alone i always ignore the people i'm with anyways like i Mm -hmm. am just a person that focuses on the movie and just drowns everything out and some people go to movies and kind of chit chat you know or nudge or even hold each other's hands i am like don't touch me just (laughs) yeah just let me look at the movie and ignore all of you
0: i'm glad you're able to ignore people lately i've been having trouble doing that i've noticed people being a lot more rowdier in the theater (laughs) than usual i don't know like i guess a rowdy
2: group for me last night but thankfully they shut up when the previews ended yeah
0: i don't know i mean Seeing hustlers, I noticed that like there's a lot of like cell phones popping out, and I was like, Come on, really? You can't wait two hours. All the college kids are back and they don't care. I yeah, think hu- but it's, I think it's hustlers just
1: attracted a certain type of crowd, and we'll talk about it when it, we talk yeah, about your reaction. I'll
0: agree with that, but even still, I was like, It's two hours, like, you don't have to be by your phone for two hours. People no. are like legit addicted. Yeah, man.
1: I, I think I'm addicted in some ways like i like the convenience of my phone but there are times i just forget i have it i put oh, it yeah, on silent sure. i don't know where it's at well, my really phone terrible. does those
2: things like every week it's like your screen time or your screen usage was down 43 percent from last week for an average of however yeah. long per day and i'm like that's not bad i that's feel pretty bad. good about that it's like an yeah. hour to an hour and a half
1: you know i think the true test if you're addicted to your phone or is if will you let somebody else use it and look through it and (laughs) yeah i totally would like i don't have anything hidden on there i would
2: but i'd be like you have your own phone i have like no i have like (laughs) no
1: apps either and i got words with friends so we could play with my husband and i did it for like a week and we played we played every night and i'm like i'm over it so i deleted it i always had a
2: thing against mobile games when i saw people playing games on their phone i was like that should be a game boy that should be a a ds get out of here with that play worse with friends on a game boy people yeah (laughs) i was like i I mean i got
1: so bored with it it's the they're so simple and they're you can never really i mean they're perfectly
2: designed for the type of people who play and i mean it makes sense you know like on the like if you're on the bus or waiting in a. would rather read an article waiting room (laughs) oh i yeah i i'm always reading stuff i'm
1: a reader i just don't don't do the game so that's getting deleted a couple other like Apps and I'm like, why? I don't need radio apps on my phone. Yeah. Cause I don't really use it to listen to music like most people do.
2: Yeah. No, the worst like is, I just mainly, it's like when I see like little kids at like a restaurant or something playing mobile games. I'm like, no, get that out of there. Uh, give them, give them a Game Boy not and make them play Tetris or Mario on
1: a Game Boy. definitely not a parent. I'm like, whatever will distract them so that they don't scream in the restaurant and humiliate me. Mm hmm. We don't take our kids out very often. Too <laughs>
0: much.
2: <laughs> maybe that's Too why, you maybe I just that's don't why they think When they're
1: little, that you should be taking them to restaurants. Like, there's a certain age. You're six years old. You're not that little. No, and and my six-year-old does great. I don't. It, I he doesn't need games on the phone anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about like toddlers. Sure. Babies.
2: I don't remember what I was like as a toddler at the restaurant, so I can't no. really speak to that. Yeah, I'm sure it was a nightmare. <laughs> Although that was the best,
1: baby. They still even only have a short attention span. They'll they're very well behaved, but then after a certain point, the food hasn't gotten there yet.
2: Not even <laughs> those little riots. paper kids menus <laughs> with like strike. word searches and.
1: They only last so long. <laughs> they only last so long, Eric.
2: Yeah, and then they give you crayons, and crayons suck. So. The crayons Thank do you. suck.
1: They're not very good. They're not uh,
2: just all crayons suck. I hate them. Really? I never understood crayons the crayons either. Thank you. Everything you try and draw with them looks like crap. They don't color very well because there's always those little white spots in between the wax. They feel weird. I hate the waxy feeling. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here, crayons. Crayons.
1: Were you a colored pencils man?
2: I was a marker kid, and <laughs> then I graduated. <laughs> Thank to <color> you. <laughs> Someone gets it. Yeah. The fat uh. the fat markers. And then I was like, oh, hmm. they have really skinny fine point markers. But you you're speaking <laughs> my language, right? I now. had the dexterity to make the fat ones make thin little lines. I love so. that our Ooh. conversations always result in <laughs> writing Ut- writing utensils. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. But kids should these probably, days don't understand. <laughs> we no. should probably talk about movies. I really we can don't, talk
0: about movies. I don't let
1: my kids color with markers. Because <sighs> it's wonderful. They have they have taken crayons to my walls and I'm like, no thank you on markers.
2: Give them the crayola the washable ones. <sighs> That's going to be a lot easier to, like, wash off than, like, waxy, and gross crayons.
1: Yeah, but I guess crayons are better for, like, the furniture because they don't really do anything <laughs> for, on the furniture. When they inevitably color the yeah. furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the walls would be better with the washable markers.
2: So Just have I, a sit down and be like, okay, now, guys, you're yeah. not supposed to do this, but if you oh. decide to color the furniture, please use crayons. Right you decide to color the walls please use <laughs> the markers
1: <No. laughs> you don't even give them options He's- they just don't get to color. No, they do. They do. <laughs> they don't get to color. In fact, one of our no fa- one of our favorite games is Blue's Clues, where they go around and point at things. And we're like a clue, a clue, and then oh, we yeah. have to draw it in our. We even have little special notebooks for Blue's yeah. But Clues. Steve,
2: when he did that in Blue's Clues, had a fat crayon, and, and I was like, he drew no, amazing. You're, you're dumb. You're <laughs> not like, anything. Out of here. Yeah, <laughs> it's unrealistic. Like there's no way you're gonna draw something that precise with a fat crayon like that.
0: That part of Blue's Clues is unrealistic, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not me. the giant talking couch
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay <laughs> just had to be sure that crayon is way too fat and way too precise you're not wrong about that mail
1: time mail time. <laughs> here's the mail it never fails anyways okay the whole thing. <laughs> enough of lo- this <laughs> i got excited about blue's clues i just love how my kids get into things
2: <laughs> oh i bet you get to experience it all over again yeah so rambo
1: no, Hustlers. Let's start Hustlers? there. Hustlers. Oh, okay. And then Hustlers. we'll Yeah,
2: get we got 3 movies stuff. to talk about Yeah, today. let's
1: talk Hustlers cuz it it opened much bigger than anybody anticipated yeah. and you know, Kyle's really excited to go see that stripper movie. He so was
2: excited for a long time.
1: Did it? Uh, a yeah, the trailer looked good. The trailer was fine,
2: but Kyle loved that trailer. I was
1: like, Jennifer Lopez is a stripper. Count me in.
2: Well, I, mean I think. Oh, every, I mean, I
0: think everyone was with me at that point. But the that's theater I was in, there we were chanting Lopez, Lopez as she was stripping. Yeah. You know, it was it was a good time.
2: <laughs> really? No, that's not <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. I was like, I would that hate that, that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> would leave, that would have been oil. the one
0: time where I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> my fantasies
2: in. of yell- telling people off would like reach a boiling point. <laughs> just yell in the middle it of hustlers. freaks out, goes
1: down to the front and be like, just everybody shut up. Well, honestly,
2: <laughs> I was at that
0: point too because there were so many people in my theaters like using their phones. There was one point where someone was like Snapchatting in the movie. I was like, what? what are you taking a picture of?
2: We like, need what? an Alamo draft house.
0: Is they forbid the? Yeah, they're the ones with like that
2: famous ad where like the woman like she's recording herself like screaming at them because they're kicking her out because she was on her phone. Yeah, and she's like cussing them out and stuff, and then just play that recording (laughs) as their ad. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Oh my gosh, that would be fantastic. Uh, Anyway, hustlers. Yeah, how was the movie itself? Uh, I think it's it's
0: gonna. Jeez, I am so sorry. Let me start so over. So tongue-tied over
1: the images he saw on that. So
0: many strippers. Oh. Uh, it's a lot better than I think people are
2: making it out to be. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's getting a pretty specific reputation. Yeah, for, it's like this stripper movie.
0: Who's going to go to it? Who's going to be that weirdo? Which, it's understandable. Like, on paper, like it looks like it's that type of movie.
1: Kyle went. Out of all three of I us. went, Kyle. <laughs> I
0: gave it a chance, and it's actually a lot more entertaining than you would probably make it out to be. Um, yeah, no, it's getting really, really solid reviews. It definitely is. Um, it's a really good story. It's based on a true story that was written out as an article a couple of years ago um, about these strippers who, after the 2008 recession, um, decided to go into the hustling business and <laughs> hustled their way out of making millions through all these... Um, uh, big corporate types in New York yeah, City. Wall Street guys. All the Wall Street guys, yeah. all the crooks of <laughs> Wall Street. <laughs> a real Robin Hood story. Yeah. Um, and it's entertaining. And um, you, despite their backgrounds and what they go through might not being ethically correct, you're still find ways to be able to latch onto these characters that are, are running the hustling ring. And they're played by Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez, who both do a fantastic job um headline the movie uh it's entertaining like it doesn't feel gross at all when you're watching like the stripper aspects part of it it feels more tasteful uh than gross and disgusting and i don't know you'll well, yeah, i think like, people oh uh, you go ahead that
2: was one of its big uh positive points that a lot of critics pointed out is that you know a lot of it coming from the female director and her female gaze it avoids a lot of that like objectifying sort yeah, of yeah i would say so lens mm-hmm. with, through which you see the The stripping scenes. Yeah.
0: And the director also does a good job at taking the story that was written about these real-life people and being able to tell it pretty factually and translating it well as, like, a movie. Because normally, like, true stories are biographies. Sometimes they bend the rules a little to tell, like, an an actual movie narrative. And most of the time, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But here it's actually done well to where it's pretty on point. Like, if you read the article before or after seeing the movie, like, it all lines up very well. And I thought that was pretty... How uh, long
2: cool
0: was that article? See. Um, I don't know how cuz when you long think article, you know,
2: it's you think a magazine or a newspaper and It's
0: definitely it's definitely long for sure. I mean, I don't know how many pages it is. You can find it online. That's how I found it, so. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, if people are wanting to give it a chance, I would say do it. I think they'll get their money's worth and they'll find a interesting story out of it that hasn't been told before.
1: I think what's kind of surprising is that it did better than expected, and the type of crowd that came to pl- to see it is not, I think, a usual movie going crowd. No. And um, but it so, worked though. I think the marketing worked. worked for that. Yeah, so that was good. I had, you know, some pretty good feedback from most of the theaters that played it, but mm-hmm. some interesting feedback on the type of people that came in, and yeah, that it was what they quote said was not their normal crowd. They were a bit rowdier and in, a pla- in some of the places that served alcohol. Uh, I um, bet. They, let's just say, had to clean up more
2: afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too surprising. What are some say. of the standout um, elements of Jennifer Lopez's performance? Because there's been a lot of genuine description of her, you know, potentially carrying the, carrying on towards award season. She's very good um,
0: in this movie, What she does well in – as well as what Constance Wu does, that they're able to give these characters a lot of layers, a lot of um, dualities to their personalities. Like, when they're going from um, good to bad, uh, you can see, like, the subtle hints of them having these changes, or if you see them realizing what they're doing is not ethically correct, but they're still wanting to do it anyway for themselves and for their families. Like, you see them go through the emotion as well. yeah. And you and that corruption works really well as the story goes on. They play that well too. Um, but in terms of Oscar awards, I I don't think it's here for Lopez's uh um performance. Not to say that she wasn't was bad at all, which she wasn't. She was very good. This is like one of the few Lopez performances I really enjoyed. Um, I just don't see it being Oscar worthy. I, I I think earlier this year, there's a few others I can name that have done better than her this year, and I think there's going to be a lot more down the road that are going to rival hers. Um, yeah. And it's all September. It's too early to tell. True. So for now, I just say pump the brakes on it. She's really good, but Oscars, I'm not sure. Maybe okay. people getting a little excited. Yeah. If anything, I would say Wu, Constance Wu would take the edge over Lopez personally, but even still, it's cool. it's just too early.
1: Um. Big question. How much is Cardi B and Lizzo in it?
0: It's just one scene. One or two scenes. That's
1: so sad. They're the best part of the trailer.
0: They're uh, in the trailer for like half a second. That's half a second. whole
1: time. You expect they'd be there more.
0: Uh, some people might think it's jarring. I didn't find it bad at all. I, yeah. just, well, yeah, I just, just went to the movie. Shoehorn them
1: in and be like, by the way, we have famous people. Do they like
2: they're talk strippers. or are they just kind of in the background?
0: Uh, are they just they like talk. co-workers? They talk. They're co-workers, but they're not a big part. Cardi B makes a little bit more sense because she did come from that background. She actually does did have a reputation of like hustling those that she did strip for. Um, so maybe they brought her in to get get some advice about that, and <laughs> also just to play off of that. Some Lizzo, I don't really know why she was there, but whatever. She's famous. That's cool. Cool <laughs> that she was in the movie. Um, but yeah, they're just in there for a scene. Oh, too bad. Cool.
2: Well, it sounds like there's something you know reasons behind its unexpected success so
0: yeah i would say so it's not one of those moments where it's like oh it's a bad movie but it's the only one out so we have to see it no it's actually a good movie and it warrants why it's done well so far
2: nice
1: well then we shift gears and you (laughs) went the rambo yeah last blood (laughs) last night
0: um supposedly
2: we'll see (laughs) that's what i said i was like yeah, this always happens. Is this actually the last one? I never believe it.
1: The next one will be called Rambo, New Blood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: just, that's when the reboot happens or yeah. whatever. I just, yeah, Rambo. I can't believe
0: it anymore.
1: Rambo, like blood of Rambo. Chris Pratt is
2: the Fresh new Rambo. Fresh blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, that'll be the son comes back. Rambo
0: <laughs> the Jr. surprise side. I, oh, I wasn't God. lying. It was funny. the end
2: of John Rambo. Yeah, <laughs> <to> get <laughs> out of here.
0: Now it's James, James Rambo. Or I don't know. Um, Yeah, um, okay, so I'm just going to start with this. I've only seen the first Rambo, actually just recently, to prepare for this one. So I don't have much of an attachment for this movie. I do really like First Blood. I think uh, it is a really successful action movie, as well as a really good drama about a war vet with post-traumatic stress disorder, and I think that's done very well in First Blood. I can't say anything for the other ones, um, to be honest, but going in just with First Blood anyway, I think... Last Blood kind of does a good job of connecting between First Blood and Last Blood. So if you are like a diehard fan of the so first movie... I know, there's so, so <laughs> much blood. Uh, so if you are like a fan of the first movie, you might be able to get something out of it. But for um, just action genre fans who just want to see a, a rambo, you know, kind a of rambo movie people. or an action movie with yeah. blood and violence, it's here. It's in this movie. In copious amounts. A copious amounts. Uh, more than I... which was surprising like a lot of bones show and a lot of blood is splattered everywhere and the ways he kills people are pretty cool and pretty impressive i love creative gore yeah exactly i would say it's pretty creative here too some of it pays homage to the first uh rambo movie as well Well, so you know there's that have
1: tried and true tactics that work (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um it also does a good job at trying to have an emotional arc between him and his niece because he's trying to save his niece from a mexican cartel yeah. Um, does the
1: Mexican cartel just take her cause she's a pretty girl in a bar or do they
2: target her well, she like goes into Mexico doesn't she
0: yeah she goes into Mexico to find her long lost um, I almost said brother but her dad her long lost yeah. dad um, cause he ran off his, her mom passed away so Rambo is taking care of her um, she's his niece but she's like a daughter to him now basically and helps him uh, become a better person than Aww. in the past couple of movies. Um, but she's down in Mexico trying to find him, and then she gets kidnapped by the Mexican cartel to be used for slave trafficking, or, or sex trafficking, pretty much. She's a sex slave, or yeah. is becoming one. Um, so Rambo has to... It, it gets pretty dark in some moments, too. a lot too, of comparisons to
2: Taken mixed with Logan.
0: Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah. Not it's a good combination as, of
2: like describing it. Maybe not as good as Logan, but... You can see that you can see the, <laughs> the info. Probably not as good as Logan. Um
1: emotionally. But the kill scenes are probably just as good.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean I haven't seen it's, it. But it's hard it's hard to tell for sure. Um but definitely creative. Creative. Logan's yeah. just oof, but they all work. God, I love Logan. Logan's now I such want to see a good that movie. movie. Uh but I don't know. If you like the Rambo movies or if you just want to Solid action movie for ninety minutes. Or, it, it's here for you.
1: Or you like Sylvester Stallone?
0: Or yeah, Sylvester and Stallone. If you're a fan, pulsing, protruding veins. Not as much as in the last movies, but you know, oh. He's still it's he's still got it though. It's just not as <laughs> noticeable as in the past, for
2: sure. So Fair he enough. has to
1: go save his niece slash daughter, and he goes down to Mexico and then comes back.
2: Does he bring the fight to them? Yeah, and because the trailer Dan makes it, it seem the like fight. they come to him. Yeah, but you why know, would they he, come to him if you know, he she goes to went th- to them? I can't
0: right. say too much; it will spoil some things We will talk about
1: this next week in further detail. <laughs> sure. Oh no, I won't. You guys will be here. I'll be gone next week
2: <laughs> and the week after.
0: So I'll t- I'll mm-hmm. tell you guys after the podcast. But um, yeah. for our audience, well, j- I just won't spoil it. But you'll see. They come to him. He goes to them. <laughs> You know, it's a compromise. Maybe not in that order. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not in that order. Maybe it is in that order. You'll have to watch and like find out. Like a Fury
2: Road type thing.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. could be that. Could Mad not Max, be that. We've
1: got Logan and we've got Taken all wrapped up into a Rambo movie. I've,
0: I've seen some uh,
2: reviews where it's like,
0: think of it as like Taken meets Home Alone. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so
2: fantastic. <laughs> he probably goes to them, gets her back, goes back to this place, and for some reason they're like, we know we need her, he, she's our best one, and they or, follow him back.
1: Or no one screws with the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rambo.
0: <laughs> Honestly, with the way it's written, that could have been a line. <laughs> 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 but it's very, it, not self-aware, but it's very um, obvious to know like what its audience is and what kind of lines they're wanting out of it. So it, Oh, it yeah, and weird.
2: I mean, other than the first one, all the Rambo movies are pretty... Pretty poorly received. Yeah, but the yeah. Fans know what they want. I guess this one's gonna give it to them. Yeah, I would say so. Nice. It's the worst reviewed of all of them. Is it? Yeah.
1: In that day and age of reviews and tastes and stuff.
2: Wait, this one is? Yeah. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh well, I, I mean, I've never seen any like, of that. Num- but
2: strictly I... numerically, yeah. It's oh, numeric. Well, it's lowest. But that's hard to tell because with older movies, then when they get updated, they look at the. Historical reviews and try and apply them. You know, it's sometimes it's only based on like three reviews for a movie from like the 80s. Yeah, that's so true. That stuff's always hard to tell. And that's yeah. only
1: the main reviews that you got from the major publications when they screened it, like New York, LA, and yeah. one others.
2: Hmm. But maybe I okay. mean, bottom line, the Rambo franchise isn't the, the most <laughs> acclaimed series. Well, but. if Hollywood
0: allows it, this might be the last one, so we won't have to worry about new ones being
1: worse. Then we just had new blood and. And Come Monday, blood. if we
2: see if it you know makes a decent amount Fresh of money, blood. if it does, it's not the end. I think theater should definitely blood. play this. I just don't know how much Ooh. money they'll get out of Rambo it.
1: Rambo, Dark Blood.
2: D- I think
0: they need medical attention. Then Rambo don't they?
1: Fate of the Blood. No,
0: because it's Fate like, of the Blood. Now we're just doing <laughs> Fast and Furious. <laughs> now I was we're doing Fast and Furious titles and putting them together. Dark. Oh, I was that. <laughs> then that made me think of Dark Phoenix. <laughs> so I was like, why? <laughs> Uh,
2: that Risen one me from sad. the blood. Yeah, you can do a lot with blood.
0: Yeah, you can do a lot. <laughs> okay, Eric, you sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeez, man. <laughs> I, I didn't think of it that way, He's but I guess. taking
1: those serial killer shows to heart. <laughs> They're
0: great. He loves his <laughs> serial killer like shows. Um, speaking of serial killers, should we talk about Ad Astra? Yeah. <laughs> also, they have nothing in common. Yeah, no. I mean,
2: that's that's a transition. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was super excited for Ad Astra for a long time because... You know, I love space, and I love your
1: meta sci-fi movie. Yeah,
2: I wanted like a thought-provoking, kind (laughs) of introspective, philosophical sci-fi movie, and that's totally what I got. But I was, I, I, never go into movies with like, like set in stone expectations. But I, I would be lying if I said I expected this to be as half and half between like artsy and mainstream as it was. I was expecting it to be a little bit more, like. I don't know, abstract, I guess, but it actually surprisingly it wasn't. It has this really co- really good pace between the smaller kind of reflective, introspective scenes where Brad Pitt is kind of. There's a voiceover in it, and I haven't I haven't seen a movie with a voiceover in a long time. I realized when I was watching it. Um, Literally, so, you didn't see Dark Phoenix. <laughs> didn't did
1: Once Upon a Time have a voiceover? Voiceover? There was like the, a couple
2: the- meta Kurt Russell like interruptions, but yeah, but like a traditional voiceover that like, you know, right. it makes you feel like you're reading a book almost, um, but it goes, it there's a good pace where it'll have the, the slower downtime and then there'll be like a pretty you know, action blockbuster type set piece. And those are all really great. Were like,
1: The space buggies shooting lasers. Awesome. It seems
2: intense. <laughs> like, th- those are like s- like moon pirates, like in no man's land. And like. <laughs> oh, that's even
0: better moon Yeah, there's like a big shootout. Space buggies. It
2: was great. Oh, <laughs> I, But it's all like silent because you're in the moon. Right. So you just hear like the th- bassy vibrations. And I was like, I've never seen a scene like this before. This is cool. But. The movie is kind of like Apocalypse Now or Heart of Darkness in space, so it's kind of like it's very much a character study of Brad Pitt's character, because it's not about him finding his dad. It's all the stuff in between. Um, it's a really hard movie to describe without giving anything away, but yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> it was one of my favorites.
1: I feel like maybe it suffered a little from marketing. Like they it sounds like they didn't know how to market it. What
2: This always happens. Right. And this is why genre has a really a big downside to it because when people think of genre movies, there's a lot of tropes that go with different genres. Yeah. And when you have to advertise something, you kind of have to play into those even if they're not necessarily there.
1: To attract people.
2: Yeah. And I knew that this was going to be that type of movie. I'm expecting it to be for a, a disappointment, you know, box office wise. Like it probably won't make as much as they are hoping. Um that always happens, but it's a very well done movie, I think. And and creative. Oh yeah. It's it's always great to see these like major studios back a movie like this because you know, so many major studio movies, they have to appeal to as many people as possible, and right. what that ends up doing is they have to take as little risks as possible to you know, maximize the amount of people that will go see it. They don't want to turn anybody away.
1: Do you think we'll see a film like this? Because technic it was Fox, it was greenlit by Fox. It was developed and produced by, you know, teams mm-hmm. from Fox that Disney now owns. Yeah. I <laughs> probably won't see another movie like that again.
2: And probably not, at least for a while. So I, I I and I knew that going in. I was like, okay, this may be one of the last like pretty unique like risk-taking major studio movies for a, a good while and i was very i was very surprised and satisfied with it how was brad pitt in it brad pitt's great brad pitt is it's a very understated performance in the first like half but as he gets closer to his father deeper into space more isolated you know he starts kind of breaking down and his shell comes down and you see kind of all of the complexities that he had been walling off from everybody, and it's really, it's really good. Brad Pitt, like we've said before, is he's just like a movie star of the highest order. Like you can't take your eyes off him. Yeah, he just he commands the screen whenever he's there, and you know he's there in every scene. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's a beautiful ending too. Like there's there's a lot of catharsis in his 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 journey's end,
1: and hmm. he does find his father at the end. Or does he not? He does. You know, okay. I mean,
2: but that's not the point of the movie.
1: No. And his father's played by? Tommy Lee Jones. And how, does he give in much performance on it? How
2: grabby yeah, yeah, I mean, is he? He's, <laughs> in, he's in there He's in there a very little amount, but he makes the most of it. And it's just kind of sad. I gotta be really. honest.
1: I forget his name because I call him Grumpy Cat.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he kind of has a reputation among like fans and paparazzi. And
1: yeah, he's kind of, yeah, he's a grabby old man.
2: That's okay, right? But does it
1: come through his performance, or is he like, is his character just? I'm just kind of interested in his character. Is it like lost? Is he broken? Because he is very broken, super isolated. He's broken and obsessed.
2: Yeah, and you could say crazy. Crazy, you could, but I'm not giving anything away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's obsessed with the idea that he just can't he can't accept the fact that we're all alone in the universe and the movie uses space Mm. as like a great allegory for very like humanistic ideas like what does it mean to be all alone not only as a species but like as a person like it gets at very 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 deep things
1: Hmm. i can see where that messes with human psyche to Mm -hmm. its core because we are so programmed to be social creatures that's how our biology is based that's how yeah. our evolution has come through that's why we're the dominant species mm-hmm. we don't we don't work in isolation
2: yeah i mean that's his whole thing like they use the the idea of intelligent life out there the dad's obsessed with finding it and it drives him to insanity because he he just can't accept the fact that we're likely all alone and the effects that that had on Brad Pitt's character because You know, at the beginning, it's established that he kind of abandoned Brad Pitt and his mom, which, in a sense, left Brad Pitt all alone. Yeah. And so it gets at things like inherit, like the sins of the father against the son and, you know, the things that parents do to the kids and how things can repeat themselves and how you have to try and, like, break the cycle. Do you think most audiences will
0: be able to pick up on those type of things or are they going to want more moon pirates? Driving (laughs) space buggies.
2: I mean, the Brad Pitt's voiceover does a really good job at making those pretty clear without like sitting the audience down. Like, okay, this is what the movie's about, right? Okay, it's it's all it's all done very well, and I feel like audiences will, at the worst, probably be like, "This movie's trying to be deep," and I I don't care. Yeah, you know, they'll probably close themselves off before. Yeah. Without really trying to consider what it's getting at. But if you go in, you know, prepared and willing to think about those things. Right. I think it's a very rewarding experience.
0: I'm just wondering if it'll kind of be a similar thing to some people had with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: With all with the cool Tarantino dialogue and violence.
0: Um, that th- that they would be hoping for that, but instead yeah. they get a much more. I mean, that yeah.
2: always happens with movies. Sure, I'm just wondering if it's yeah. gonna. It's come definitely gonna be here. one of those movies. Okay. It'll probably have like a C cinema score or something. Because it wasn't oh, right.
1: Well, and that's interesting because the cinema scores that you see. Um, Published in trade publications after the movie comes out is basically a barometer of if the marketing yeah marketed to the right group and yeah if did people get the movie they were got, expecting yeah if they yeah. get the movie they were expecting no, so and like, that's
2: probably not gonna happen yeah like this happens all the time like examples that come to mind are like the movie Drive or The Witch or a lot of those a twenty four movies Mother
1: Mother had the worst cinema score in history yeah like one of two and,
2: F's and I think it was the first F
1: yeah and it's just because it. it they p- very poorly marketed. It was not. That's what I'm film. saying.
2: And a lot of times, people yeah, die. the marketing is poor. To market too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that's why when people think of genre films, they think of the tropes. They think of like space lasers, you know, jetpacks, yeah. spaceship fights. That cool. When to the movie me. isn't like that, but you're forced to market it as close to that as possible. It's not like Captain Marvel. People are inevitably going to be disappointed. Does Brad disappointed.
1: flame mohawk? No. And superpowers.
2: I mean, uh-huh. he. If
0: you... Well, that's a bummer. Bummer.
2: <laughs> if, you consider ca- score. <laughs> if you consider genuine emotional catharsis a superpower, then he does. No. No. Laser powers, Eric.
1: F minus. No. <laughs>
0: yeah, F minus. <laughs> no, thank you. I would say empathy is a superpower. <laughs> I hope people are willing to give it a shot. Anyway, looks interesting. No, there's and... a lot
2: of people at the theater. You know, I was really? kind of, oh. I was hoping it was just gonna be me and like a you few hoping. other people, yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's a big group and inevitably some people I could tell were just a little bit like confused or sure. maybe bored. Yeah. But then other people were like the people who I, I'm guessing kind of th- were thinking about what it was saying. I think they had a, they had a good time.
1: I asked you before the podcast, cause we always come in Friday mornings and discuss what we're going to talk about the podcast. But we always like to give each other, like just to talk about the movies we saw the night before. And I was like, one of the questions I asked Eric was, is this Brad Pitt's renaissance? Like, are we
2: in I a really hope. Like, we were talking same. before, once upon a time, he hasn't really been in a whole lot. At first I thought the last thing that I saw
0: him in was um, 12 Years a Slave, but then I realized he was in um, uh,
2: Fury uh, oh, that's in right. 2014. Yeah, I remember that. And he was really was good only in one, that, too. That was only one year after 12 Years of Slave, so that's still a yeah, while Yeah, one or ago, two. Half sure. a decade. I mean, Still, I hope because Brad Pitt is back and he is better than ever. Like, both this and Once Upon a Time, but, you know, this one too, he's e- completely a leading man. yeah. And, like, he's, the whole movie is him. You know, it's one of those movies where every single shot, or at least every scene, has him as the focus. Like, 90% is him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he covers a lot of different emotions by b- maintaining that understated uh, mm-hmm. method, so. It's kind of funny... <laughs> It's kind of funny because
0: headlines for Joker right now are like, "Oh my goodness, 90 of the movie is Joaquin Phoenix," and it's like, "Ad Astra is also 90 yeah, like of Yeah, that happens Brad a lot Pitt. of the time. It's, it happens. It's yeah. it's movie. It's okay. It's not a big deal. It's not a headline worthy he thing. And would hope
1: that it would be with Joker because the film yeah exactly. Film is There's only 20 percent of him, and, they, and he plays the Joker character. Like, come on. It's, I don't. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think he'll be nominated for Ad Astra because I'm pretty sure he's like a locked Lock in for supporting actor for Once Upon a Time, Ooh. and I don't think the Academy allows double nomination. No, maybe I think they do. Maybe they, in depends. different categories. I different, think you can be nominated yeah. for. Okay, yeah, that's so maybe he could for this I'm too. I'm
1: Sure, it's different categories. and It's different studios too.
2: Yeah, because so, I remember like yeah, at the, at the studios, Golden yeah. Globes in I think two thousand seven, Leo was nominated for Best Actor two for two different movies. I think is yeah. Blood Diamond and The Departed but the Oscars oh, don't wow. allow Those that. Were
0: both in the same year? Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Those are, Those great. are great performances, yeah, too. Are. Jeez. Uh, Leo's always killed it. I know, uh, but the two-in-one year, that's awesome. But, I mean, if Brad, I could see him being nominated for Best Actor, that would make me happy.
1: And then Supporting Actor for mm-hmm. Once. Wow. Be, that would be really good this year.
2: Peak pit. It may. Peak pit. <laughs> I wonder, though,
1: if, and this is something we'll have to w- watch in – as we get into award season, but it'll be interesting because Fox and Searchlight are now owned by Disney. And yeah. are, are people going to want to, re- because they'll be rewarding Disney for this stuff. Like, yeah, you know, is that going to hurt that everything's so different prospects now because um, people just want to be like, mm, we just don't want to give Disney the awards that yeah. they so clearly tried to buy a fr- you know, a studio
0: for. It's possible, unless the, if people the take like the are...
2: ethical stand over just the movie itself or the Separate art from business. Yeah, hopefully. A
1: lot of politics play into <laughs> who actually wins. So, so much more yeah. so than just pure performance. Mm-hmm. You know, like why Leo won for Revenant and yeah, not like any long... of these other. It was the it was, the was just
0: people really. It was a great performance, but it's it was a, a thing for game.
2: Leo to finally yeah. get his Oscar. It's like the people want this, obviously. Right. Someone's give it to him. Still a good performance, not nearly as bad. But his it's best. weird though,
0: because everyone thought that for Glenn Close last year, and then it went to Olivia Colman. Yeah, yeah. I mean it sometimes. So
2: it's it's it, it hit and miss,
0: but it it most of the time is the hits of politics playing in. Yeah, is, which you don't
2: hope is for. Is the but.
1: weird purchase going to hurt?
2: It could. I didn't this. think about that, and that makes me sad because yeah. I don't think know, it the, would. The, but the you hope it The movies and wouldn't. the performances are just kind of left in the dust while the while the white collar suits go and have their dealings yeah i think this is the year
0: well obviously it's the year but i think this is where we'll see uh how it works or maybe it'll just at least be the testing ground for disney to see how they play yeah because this uh, is the first oscar that.
2: since that was finalized right yeah because they were yeah it was wrapped. everyone up knew then. it was gonna be a thing last time last award season but yeah probably wrapped up a couple of weeks after now it is a thing so yeah that is really interesting So hopefully the voters think of the distributed Bohemian,
1: right? So they got some recognition for Mm -hmm. having done that. So, and then they would follow up this year with Ad Astra and Brad Pitt performing. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't be a surprise if it if he won or was in contention or at least nominated? Mm -hmm. But I just wonder how you know everybody tries to be give a little to every studio and. Yeah. They don't like one studio just totally dominating everything. Although we do see that sometimes, it's usually a smaller studio. Like Searchlight had um, Shape of Water. Yeah,
2: they killed it that year. with yeah, the had three did. billboards, and yeah. I think there was one other big player.
1: But that was always, you know, its own kind of offshoot, small thing. Now yeah, that's kind of cool,
2: then, because that's like this, the little guy, right? But
1: or is it going to maintain its little guy reputation now that the parent company is Disney and not Fox, <laughs> the
2: biggest guy? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, this year's gonna be especially interesting just by how crowded it's shaping up to be. Um, if you read some of the um articles post all these awards um shows that are not yeah, like the recaps shows, but all the all the recaps of the uh festivals. film festivals for the past like week and a half. Like there's a lot of stuff that's gonna be a major player oh, yeah. in the coming months. So maybe it's just gonna be so crowded that it's not gonna be noticeable or maybe it will matter it'll and filter. disney will yeah yeah filter it down. could filter so we always it'll be like interesting this,
1: like oh there's so much good stuff coming out and then you realize it's really not as good as what festivals make it out to be and then, <laughs> well
2: and then, same, you know, yeah. sometimes it's good but it, it, yeah that's true everyone's always like it's anyone's game everything's I, up in the air well
1: we should go back and listen to old podcasts but remember when we were doing our predictions and i said read oh, yeah. malik for you know Um, bohemian rhapsody we're like oh that's our dark horse i wonder if it was about this time of year maybe like
0: no i feel like it would have been um after its performance
1: because it was getting a lot of buzz before
0: was it getting before
2: i don't remember yeah and with those kind of movies you can usually tell like it's a biopic it's a famous celebrity it's yeah. You know, we were worried that it was going to transformative get, performance with the actor like
1: right before it came out. We were worried it was going to get hurt because of the whole director Brian Singer oh, issues, right. yeah. And so we thought that people would either be turned off or it would be right. Punished. And that's why it would be, and yeah, that was the narrative. But then it it
0: didn't. Sure, sure. Because Hollywood are hypocrites. I, <laughs> whenever <laughs> we talk about um in the award season, whenever we have articles like kind of highlighting what's been going on or what changes have been happening it always makes me laugh like at the start of it we're like oh yeah. man it's <laughs> heating up and it's it. and then like in the last <laughs> final we're difference. like okay here's another
2: let's just get this over with it's between these two movies like it always is yeah
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen again this year neither just one of them guys. are really
2: our favorite but it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah it's, it's going to happen the exact same way again. And for whatever reason, I can't wait. We have
1: awards amnesia, and we always forget well, yeah, how tedious oh, yeah, they it's... get. And then we get excited. <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, let's let's reward somebody for being a really good movie this year." And then, and then you get just, fatigued after yeah. a week or
2: two, and <laughs> then it like, finally oh, goes you. away. And then it starts up again. It's like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
0: we're going to cycle it
2: all over again. Yeah, it's already it starting with Ad Astra. <laughs> Ad Bring it on. It. Yeah, cool. yeah, Well, I mean, the only other new movie that I mean, none, none of us saw is the Downton Abbey movie. Yeah, it, um, I
1: hear it's doing really, really good. It yeah, did great. No, there was pre, pre-shows last night. There and a lot of
2: families and older people flocking into that theater. Yeah, because it's PG. Yeah, there's nothing inappropriate going on in that movie no. except for maybe someone who'd be like,
0: wait, get out of the
2: damn room!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! whoa. Oh, <laughs> It's a movie, all right. Yeah. That wasn't in the yeah. show. The acting, <laughs> yeah. really angry. I think this
1: movie is attracting a lot of people, but is attracting diehards. Like you, either oh, really yeah. like this. Oh, this is for this movie, yeah. this show, or you don't. Like I have no interest to see this. Well, movie. I mean, the
2: it's show when it was running, always. I mean, it was kind of a joke at how true it was, but it it attracted a v- pretty older demographic, yeah. Yeah. and. But it's highly popular. Older people aren't really the kind of people to like flock to the theater opening weekend, so it'll be kind of sure. interesting because maybe it will play. You longer. know, several sources that I, you know, I've researched have said that you know this will take number one, and I can see that happening. But yeah. when I think of the target demographic and their kind of movie going habits, it doesn't necessarily line up.
1: Well, but it, it's PG. Rambo's R, so you're only True. And it's very male orientated, so you're only going to get <laughs> older males to that. Ad Astra is, hits the sci-fi artsy crowd a little, wi- a little bit more, but it is PG 13, right? Or is it R?
2: I, I think remember. it's R. It's a pretty what gory that, scene, Then I'll I'll check it for Featuring you guys. A baboon.
1: Yeah. A, a Space monkey. Just or, a baboon. Is it Russian?
2: A Norwegian baboon. Oh.
1: It's a space astronaut monkey. Oh, PG-13. Yeah, I thought, I
2: thought it was, was R too.
1: Okay. So, it's PG-13 and then you've got Downton which is PG, so very accessible all audiences. Like you said families can take them. Um,
2: yeah, there were a lot of little stuff. kids who I suspect were being dragged there by yeah. their like grandparents, but by The Downton Abbey yeah, Ugh. I know. Ooh. I was like, "Is that little kid gonna get anything out of this?" I don't really think that God, that either. He's gonna seven-year-old or... girl saw six seasons of Downton Abbey. <laughs> either they're gonna take a nap or they're gonna run around that theater amped up.
1: I could see where it would be, not, but where I think it'll really it'll probably shine. get them to
2: the theater. Yeah, I just I, I don't know how many people are gonna like it, other than diehards, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure how it relates to the series. Because I know it's like a conclusion, but a lot of times with those type of things they'll try really hard to make it also accessible to newcomers while yeah. also ending the whole thing. I think that's <laughs> what it's supposed to do. just be a finale that takes place post-season whatever. Uh, I don't season think whatever, it's accessible to season. new
1: people. I think it it's plain to just the people yeah. that like it. But where I was going with it was I think it'll have legs. I think that next week we've got Abominable, which is just purely little, ki- yeah. little, little oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, it'll definitely have legs. And then the week after that is Joker, and that's pretty our... Male dominated again, mm-hmm. so you know it's got maybe it's like a to good
0: have a three high th- opening though. The like older, like mil, the older, the older predicting. crowds
2: were in no rush to get to the theater. No, it's the perfect counter programming. They're gonna the know that it's weeks. gonna be there. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we can we can check it out. Oh, Downton Abbey, that's in theaters. I'm still thinking. Yeah, it came out three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> let's go see it? I'm still thinking about <laughs> what you think will happen in the
0: movie. <laughs>
2: you get out of the damn room. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why. Like, keep... that's like the. Like, the peak of the intensity. Whoa, there's the Oscar scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everything else is, you know, it's pretty tame. Yeah, it's very. Sure. I don't know. I'm not trying to crap on the movie, but, like, that was always kind of a joke, too. Like, different, like, How sure. I Met Your Mother had jokes about Downton Abbey, where, like, you know, the, the drum, the height of the drama is, like, them drinking their tea oh, and getting right. an argument across that, the
0: table. They have that fake Downton Abbey show that they yeah. watch. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh but I think when you guys put it that way, I think you're right that it's gonna have uh, legs more than people would think.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be one of those rare mid range budget, you know, mm-hmm. films that actually I think works for a while. That keeps
0: hanging around.
1: Yeah, they can't the ones that um you just consistently get enough people yeah. to that keep to keep it on screen.
2: And maybe there's a handful of people out there who are like, oh, I don't know. Wanted to watch that show, right. maybe. I should, maybe now's the perfect time, so they're gonna watch it when they Spoilers. finish it and they'll go see the movie. Right.
1: Well, they um also didn't go super wide, I mean, they went fa- fairly wide, but I know a lot of smaller locations that are getting it later and yeah. they're just telling their people to wait. Yeah, it'll kind of you know? trickle down because it, it really isn't a film that you have to rush out and see. Yeah, it's not gonna so, be the
2: pop like zeitgeist event.
1: Yeah, so I feel like it's it, no it, end game, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be close, <laughs> it's gonna be really strong for people off the break. and... Yeah. Down, you know, down into oct- middle of October mm-hmm. when it, a lot more of the R and, and scary stuff comes out.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Cool. Well, those are your three choices. Yep. Go see Choose them. wisely. <laughs> Ad
0: Astra,
1: Rambo, Downton Abbey. It's a good weekend this weekend. Pretty
2: diverse slate to choose from. Yeah,
1: there's a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah.
0: And that's all you can hope for. And I went and saw
1: none of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cody no, was I'm gonna, busy. I'm going to try to eh, see Yeah, you Rambo. got your 10 movies. I
1: think <laughs> yeah. out of those options, I kind of want to see Rambo. Although Ad Astra Rambo is in, probably going to be a lot me.
2: more of your type of movie.
1: What are you saying, Eric?
2: I'm saying you love bad boys and I feel like Rambo's closer to bad boys than Ad Astra is close to bad boys. Yeah. But and you I don't and you didn't like First movies. Man. And you yeah, <laughs> and I was just going to say you insist that you didn't like First Man. I don't. Even though I remember the day after you saw it, you were talking about how it like moved you to tears it and did. you thought it was a great movie.
1: I felt manipulated.
2: If you're manipula- <laughs> manipulated manipulated by reality, I guess. <laughs> <That's> Everything manipulated. <laughs> no, you. First
1: Man was great. Like it was done well. Add great like soundtrack to it. I just didn't like them. Feel like you're like this movie was going to
2: disappoint again. a lot of our theaters. It's not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoa. <laughs> That's my hunch. Just, <laughs> Which is fair. Eric you. And fine.
1: <laughs> not boring. <laughs> but it sounds like Ed has got more. Ad Astros
2: definitely it. not it's as quote parts. unquote boring as yeah. First Man, but it's it's still a slow. Meditative paced movie. But it has a few more like action scenes. Like the yeah. baboon or the moon buggy chase.
1: Okay. Hey.
0: You guys want me to do the thing?
2: Yeah, do your plug. All right,
0: I'll do the plug. <laughs> Uh so people if you want to hear more of our podcast please check us out on um all the podcast platforms yeah, so I believe
1: iTunes, Google Podcasts,
0: yeah all the all that stuff. Plus it's also on silverscreeninsider.com, um and be sure to use that to get our podcast as well as uh see all the um movie information that we have in our database uh, for all the upcoming films like whether you're a theater owner who needs the materials in order to keep their business running or if you just uh, Want to catch up with what's happening in the movie business, or just see the reviews that we've been talking about just now? Uh, yeah. You can do all that there. Go check all out, in one place.
1: Go check out Kyle's review of Rambo and Eric's review of that Astro. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
2: okay. well, have a good weekend.